Hello and welcome to the update, an academic Senate recap from the BSS perspective, brought to you by your representatives and host, Alexis Aguilar and Carrie Ryer. Welcome to the 33rd episode of our podcast. It's going to be a bright, sunshiny day, bringing you the update on Academic Senate. The major topics discussed at our meeting were an update from the Senate Elections Committee, a fall scheduling update, and the vision for the Enrollment Management Committee, Mission Impossible, Governance Council proposal, culture of inquiry, student learning outcomes, accreditation, oh my, <laughs> and the ASCCC Spring Plenary 2022 Resolutions Packet. The first item was an update from the Senate Elections Committee. There was a contested position. The secretary treasurer, two candidates had both put in their names in the hat. And the remaining positions for president, vice president, and part-time at-large remained uncontested, each having only one nominee. So Donna Frankel has put her name in to be the at-large part-time rep, Jordan Fong, the executive vice president, and Voltaire Villanueva, president. Uncontested elections, of course, will be certified at the first meeting of the Academic Senate in the spring quarter. And the candidates were approved in meeting the formal requirements for office. They have passed their qualifications check and have been formally placed on said ballot or consent calendar. So a motion to accept all the candidates was made and approved by consensus. Then we had the full scheduling update and the vision for the Enrollment Management Committee. As far as the full scheduling update, we had Kurt Hugh, who told us that we will try to get a schedule of classes in the fall that is as close to pre-pandemic levels as possible by bringing back as many classes back to campus as we can. A new enrollment management committee is being created, a continuation of the former scheduling task force. The committee will look at enrollment, the mix of face-to-face, online, and hybrid courses, and the 1320 budget, which is the budget that we use for part-time courses and overload courses. Kurt mentioned the importance of serving students across all teaching modalities. It was brought up that we need to ensure that the student voice comes from all of the students, not only the ones who are taking mostly online classes. Kurt suggested the membership to this new committee, the Enrollment Management Committee, should include deans, a scheduling coordinator, FA, marketing office, along with Senate representation. The charter and membership of the committee will be brought back to the Academic Senate for review. We also gave another update on the now titled Mission Impossible Governance Council proposal. (laughs) The role of the council, of course, is to ensure we are consistently guided by our core values, purpose, and mission. So it's visionary work that is happening at the council as opposed to strategy or tactics. So how to bring about that and actually put it into practice. 
The council is mission-based as everyone on the council is responsible for examining items through a series of lenses that are inspired by our core values and identified in our mission. Those are, of course, outlined in the operating procedures and guidelines for the council. So the operating procedures and guidelines are really important. And members of the council are appointed by constituencies across campus because membership has to come from a diverse set of bodies and not a single entity. So while individuals will not necessarily solely represent the body that appoints them to the council because you're looking through the lens of the mission of the college and not just, for example, through the lens of the academic senate. But you are appointed by the Academic Senate because, again, we need a diverse group of people and allowing just a single entity to make all the appointments to the councils is frankly quite frightening. Membership. There are people from the Senate's five from ASFC, three from Classified Senate, three from Academic Senate. The unions also have representation, FA1, Teamsters 1, ACE 1, AMA 1, and then affinity groups. So OLA 1, AAN 1, and APAN 1, and LGBTQ 1. The president is also a member of the council, so in total 20 members. And that is not to say that nobody else can be a part of the conversation. There was also, of course, discussion about bringing in ex officio members as needed for their specialty, expertise, experience, etc. Those ex officio be non-voting members? That is a fantastic question, Alexis. Remember, the council is not voting. It does not vote. Makes decisions through building consensus. So that is one of the reasons why, although I told you how many members are appointed from each group, in reality, that doesn't have much weight on decision-making itself. Because we've decided for the consensus model as opposed to majoritarian rule where everyone votes and then the majority just wins. Right. What happens if the body cannot reach consensus? To be determined. <laughs> there will be an answer. Yep. Then we talked about the culture of inquiry, student learning outcomes and accreditation. Oh my. So these are big topics. Main thing we talked about was the new position that is being created the Ensuring Learning Coordinator, which replaces what used to be the SLO Coordinator. So this is a broader position. The purpose is to ensure students are meeting the learning outcomes at various levels. So we have the course level, those are SLOs, Student Learning Outcomes. Then at the program level, we have PLOs. And at the college level, we have ILOs or institutional learning outcomes. In addition to that, the position will make sure that service area outcomes are also met. These are SAOs in student support services and programs. The position will work with the Office of Instruction and could collect data in Canvas, which would make data collection easier. I asked how faculty would stay informed about the activities of this new coordinator and how will the information gathered be disseminated? 
part of the answer to that was that the position will collaborate with divisions and the academic senate to help develop equity-minded student and program learning outcomes. I don't think it has been determined yet how information or the work that is being completed by this new position will actually make its way to the rest of campus. So that is something that's still being worked on. Our last topic of discussion was the ASCCC Spring Plenary 2022 Resolutions Packet. And this was the first round for discussion at the regional meetings. Catherine noted that this would be our last Academic Senate meeting before the plenary and that she would be inclined to vote for all the resolutions unless we advised her otherwise. There was a light discussion about a couple of resolutions regarding AB 705 and OERs, but no clear stance on either as a Senate body. Here we have some announcements. First, ongoing vacancies where faculty are needed. We need you. The mm -hmm. commencement committee has two positions. Then we have the integrated planning committee, which needs at a minimum one full-time faculty from instructional programs and one full-time faculty from student services programs, but more are welcome. And then we have one vacancy in the Professional Development Leave Committee. So if you feel you can step up to any of these positions, please let us know. We need you. BSS, we need your input on the following. What do you think of the new Mission I'm Possible Council? Who do you think needs to serve on the scheduling task force? And do you have any ideas on how to improve enrollment through scheduling? Let us know. Please let us know what your thoughts are <laughs> by using our Vox Pop or Verbum Pop Padlets via email or on the BSS Canvas. Twister. Yes, it is. <laughs> through our discussion forum, Senate Matters, because we discuss matters of the Senate. And what we discuss matters. Yeah, it does. Sure does. We will meet next on 4.11 from 2 to 4 p.m. If you would like to attend any or all of the meetings, you will find the Zoom link on the Academic Senate's Foothill page at foothill.edu slash Senate. Representing you in solidarity. I'm Carrie. And I'm Alexis. Have a great day. Yeah. Woo!